live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Wild Wisdom. We are your hosts. I am Amy Gernot. I am Dr. Deb Bielak. And we are so happy to be here with you today. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it feels like it's been like a really long time since we were recording. I kind of feel, but it's it has a week. Been. I know, right? <laughs> I know, it just feels forever. It does. I don't know why it does this week, but it really does. I know. I was but it, in, yeah, like I think with the full moon and Mercury retrograde and it went direct today. Yeah. I know. Yay! Yay! Happy non-retrograde day. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's just been you know, interesting. Calendar change, or, you know, time change this weekend. Friday the 13th is this Friday. Yes. It's, we've got a lot going on. I didn't even know that the calendar was changing. I didn't actually either. No, I didn't know. Like, everybody is, like, the media is not covering that at all. Yeah. It's covering everything else. Oh, and we're not even going to yeah. well, mention I, the word. Yes. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, like, normally you see it on Facebook. Yeah. Everybody's in a tizzy. Oh, no daylight savings yeah. not a word I, I literally had not no idea word. until I woke up on Sunday morning and I thought I slept until like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. it's like it's 10 almost it's quarter to 10 what but it's really 8 45 right <laughs> exactly like, oh well that's not that's pretty normal like, sleeping in for me yeah I had no idea I really thought I slept that late and it was like oh it's daylight savings yeah I had no clue well yeah yeah and I asked Alexa that morning uh-huh. like well earlier in the morning yeah and I was like Alexa when is uh daylight saving she's like oh it's March 14th so I thought it was next weekend because yeah. somebody asked me they're like is uh-huh. that daylight savings and I'm like yeah I don't think so yeah Anyways. I, I was so. completely clueless too yeah because nobody nobody was talking about nope. it like Mm-mm. you said it's almost always people are talking about it on Facebook yeah not a word clueless anyways so no if idea. you're all feeling wonky like we are a little yeah. wonky or a little I don't know I don't know not wonky per se that's not the right word yeah I don't know what it is. Buzzy. I feel buzzy. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Because yeah. there's lots of it. The full moon last night was a mega energy. Yeah. I wish I had something pulled up on it. I would read a little bit to you about it, but I don't. So I'm not going to spend my time doing it. <laughs> okay. But it's, yeah, mega power, mega energy. I think it was full moon, super full moon in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that it's like creation destruction. So it's on both mm. ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So you might have things that are coming, like, you know, vision type things that are coming up to create, but you also might have some things that need to go away. Right. <laughs> so exactly. you, you could be at either end of the spectrum. For me, I'm like, me, I think it's more vision one this time than than a destruction one. Right. I've got a lot of things coming up. I'm like, oh, oh, what yeah. about that? Let's develop that. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So it's more along those kind of lines than the, than the destruction side. But I did Absolutely. have a couple nights this weekend where it took me forever to fall asleep. I was just laying there. And that's not normal for mm-hmm. me. So I was like, oh, yeah, it is full moon this Your week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our destination is to the right. I don't know if y'all heard that or not. <laughs> that was funny. I'm like... Uh, my maps are off, so why didn't even said that? Because as soon as I pulled up, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> well, apparently it needed to tell us something about going to the right. So, well, we're on the right track, I guess. <laughs> we'll just say that it's that. That's what that means. Let's go with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, anyways, we have a great show for you today because we are talking about things. I shouldn't even say things. I should say shit we say to ourselves. Ooh, that was a bomb drop. Quick. Boom. Mic drop. We're out. Peace. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't I just dive right into this? She really did. Yeah. yeah. Because it, so we were having this conversation with a good friend of ours last week about all the things we say to ourselves. Oh, yeah. And 
let's just talk about from women's perspective. We say a lot of shit to ourselves. It's really bad. are constantly downing ourselves in almost every area of our lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... Every, it's almost like every time we we speak up, we are downgrading ourselves in some way. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, right? Like across the board. And actually, I made a list. I was starting to make a list on this last week, and I only made like a partial list, and it was like freaking really long. I've got all this stuff in here. Let me see. Okay, so I'm just gonna read you half of the list that I made because you know we don't have time to go over all of it and we're not going into all of it today we're going to go we're going to deep dive into a couple of them next week um but let's just talk about a few of these so these stuff we say to ourselves and it's it's I am so you know not this or I am this yeah fill in the blank so I am so fat how many of us have said that to ourselves Mm -hmm. multiple times in our lifetimes this is like really kind of the number one um my boobs are too small Mm -hmm. my boobs are too big uh, my makeup is terrible. I'm so ugly. I hate my hair. My body shape sucks. I don't like my clothes. I'm a failure in my business. I'm a failure at relationships. I'm too loud. I'm too quiet. I'm not good enough. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a mom. I'm not married. I don't want to be married. <laughs> I don't have enough money. I'm not on the right diet. I'm a bully. I'm a doormat. Mm. I backstab. I judge. I cut down. I'm a bad cook. And on and on and on and mm-hmm. on. How many of you listening heard multiple things that I just said that you say to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like hands raised. Hands raised. Yeah. Multiple things. Yeah. And we do it and this like self-deprecation thing. We say it all the time. We don't think that there's any other way to say it, even though it's like logically we know we shouldn't say that to ourselves, but it doesn't take hold. Mm -hmm. And so we just continue the spiral of saying terrible things to ourselves. Right. And what that ends up doing. Right. Which is not good. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, and and I've mentioned this before, but like one of the questions on the very first session when I get people on the table, excuse me, I always ask like if you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself, would you have any friends? And I mean, the answer is the same with every single woman. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think in all the years I've been doing this, one person has been like, yeah, I'd have friends. I'm pretty good to myself. I'm like, good for you. You know, it's such a rare thing. It is such a rare thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I would say that, uh, you know, in a large part for myself, I don't down talk myself very much because I don't allow it anymore. Right. You know, but we're more aware of it because we have these conversations. So I'm like, I don't down talk myself and I don't like what my friends down talk themselves either. She hits really hard. I punch them like really hard. (laughs) Don't say that about yourself. That's not true. She's not kidding. I'm really not kidding. I really actually do that. I have bruises to show. And you can ask my friend Carrie. They both will tell you that I absolutely do that. (laughs) Because I know what it does to us. It is with love because I know what it does to us and how bad it makes you feel. I mean, that doesn't feel good to say any of those things to yourself, right? but we say them every day. Right. So you walk around kind of in this half, like not feeling good about yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. There's always something to not feel good about. Right. And that's what we end up focusing on. We don't focus on the things that we really like about ourselves. And it's not okay for us to, you know, talk about what right. we like about ourselves because then you're bragging mm-hmm. and, you know, you're boasting. And then you're conceited. And, and, exactly. And you're you know. full of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, 
no, I just like things about myself and that's right. a good thing. That's yeah. a healthy thing. Right. It's not healthy to constantly be berating yourself. No. No. And the thing is, it's like, why would you think that everybody else is better? Mm-hmm. You know, it is such a weird thing. And I mean, I, you know, if anybody knows me, they know I've struggled with my weight. But I've learned that the harder I am on myself, the more weight I'm going to gain because my body uses it as a protection tool. So the harder I am on myself, the the more I'm going to swell. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I've learned to to ease off a bit. And it, it does, it really makes a difference because when you're like constantly fighting it, you know, and and it's like, why wouldn't I be nice to myself? But it's been emulated. I mean, I'm a child of the 70s. And then you heard about the snack wells and all yeah. the low fat, no fat, too fat, this fat, you know. And then it's just so deeply programmed that... You know, and no fault to anybody, but even listening to our moms say, oh, you know, I'm too fat or, you know, like just you inherently pick it up some way, somehow. And we have to change that conversation for yes. the next gen- for ourselves and for the following generations, yeah, because like, this is not a way. It's like, what was that one lady's name? Stop the insanity. Susan Powers or whatever. I think so. I don't know whatever happened to her. But but, um, but the idea was nice. Stop the yeah. insanity. We really yes. need to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you said, it's for us, but it's for our future generations. Yeah. Like to not continue passing this toxic thing on because mm-hmm. it is really toxic. Right. And I think it's an, actually, I think it's a really good thing you brought up like the no fat foods, you know, lo- low fat, no fat, yeah. all the crappy stuff, which they just put sugar in anyway, but we won't go there. So <laughs> that's a whole other, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other show. But I mean, when you talk about that and you're seeing everything is no fat, low fat, you mm-hmm. know, fat is bad for you. And then, so if you have any weight on your body, you're automatically think, well, I'm bad because mm-hmm. you should have no fat. Right. And that's like, well, no. And for women, especially, we need to have, what we is need it? it? Like 20% yes. fat? Yes, you know? we need to have a healthy amount of fat on us. Yeah. It's important for our hormone function, for mm-hmm. us to have babies if we're having babies. It's it's actually protective. Sleeping, Sleeping all of those things. Yeah. It's important for us to have some weight on us. That's why when women go too low body fat percentage, they lose their periods. Yeah. They go into amenorrhea and they, which has a whole host of other issues that they, that they come up with, you know, hair loss and, you know, skin problems mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. when they go too low fat because it's not healthy. Right. Yeah. But we continue to have the same conversation around right. it and say that, oh, we're all, and, and who decided what weight was right anyway? Right. Well, looking back in generations, I mean, as far as, weight like back in the day like a thousand a thousand years ago yeah. like if you had meat on your bones you were considered wealthy exactly you know i mean obviously the the quality of the food now versus then i right. mean it's a different conversation but, but it is an attractive thing and so we let vogue and mm-hmm. i was gonna say mademoiselle magazine but they don't even have that anymore do they I did i just date myself on you that might one? have i don't know if they do or not do you remember that one? Oh yeah yeah I yeah. don't know if they still have that. And even like back when we were younger, Teen B, I, yeah. I remember seeing like Fat Camp advertisements yes. in like the Teen Beat magazines back in the 80s, 90s. And I'm like, oh, I need to go to Fat Camp. I mean, if you saw pictures of me, I was tiny as yeah. a kid, you know? Yeah. So, and it's like, how did that get stamped in my head? Right. You know? But at that age, you felt like mm-hmm. you needed to go to Fat yeah. Camp. That you were overweight yeah by any stretch of the imagination because i didn't have the appropriate thigh gap you know what i'm saying like there's the one i i can clearly envision Mm -hmm. this picture and i'm a i'm a dancer like there's meat on my legs even when i was thinner you know 
there's no way to have yeah. that perfect no and not everyone's body, body can even accomplish yeah, that no like, i wouldn't be able to exactly. it's literally like, you'd it, have it to lipo just, it out of me you would that would it even just, also depends on like the angle like your hip angle as mm-hmm. compared to where your knees i mean it is even a structural thing right like your body structure may not even allow that to happen right. regardless of muscle tone or or extra weight on your right. body you may never have a thigh gap because structurally your body is not capable it's, of it yeah it's not my body would not be able to withhold it. exactly like it's just not so, yeah. but yeah, but, but going back yourself, culturally yeah. or like, you know, it, and actually, oh, what was it? There was that one, there's a picture of a woman, an actual picture of her and how each magazine from <gasps> yeah. different countries completely changed her body. Yes, I know exactly. What you know, like about. the yeah. Spanish version, like she had curvy hips, you know, mm-hmm. big curvy hips. Yeah. And then, you know, the American one was like you look like a boy yes you know and then i mean the different cultures were different things and it was interesting like to see the differences yeah you know and all their different views of what beauty is yeah. when it comes to the female body and the female form and weight mm-hmm. and where the weight is positioned on your body i remember seeing too there was one where and i'm using a bad word but like this one i can't remember what culture it was but the girl had cankles and i was like that's interesting that they find cankles attractive attractive you know what I mean and I'm like for me to even use that word I hate the fact that I did so (laughs) but nonetheless like so you know anybody that's suffering with you know poor cankle image you know (laughs) like in some culture it's actually very attractive Mm -hmm. so you know beauty's in the eye of the beholder so you know so really a lot of it's like a rewriting what mm -hmm. beauty is yeah and learning how to really truly accept our bodies as it is and not let anyone else dictate to us what's attractive and what isn't yeah because it's really someone dictating to us yeah and by saying oh because your body is not able to look like this you know then you're not attractive it's like i'm never gonna have a body of in the shape of a boy right like my (laughs) literally is just not going to happen right because i don't have straight hips like i have hips i have curves like i'm never going to look like that i would never there's no way no No, not even possible no exactly Mm -hmm. so it's like my body's never going to do that so what are my choices yeah i can structurally change it somehow and spend thousands of dollars dollars and and destroy the shape of my body now and we're not talking about something where there's a structural issue that needs to be addressed that's different we're talking about just aesthetics here Mm -hmm. like you are so you hate your body so much that you're going to go and completely change Mm -hmm. the shape of it based off of some external idea of what is beautiful right yeah yeah, I mean it's really it's really detrimental and really painful. I gotta mm-hmm. look at my my computer just died, so I'm like, oh, oh what time is it? <laughs> so I'm just looking at the time to keep us on schedule. Yes. So, you know, I think a really good I think we're kind of already on that topic, Buzz. You know, where does this come from? You know, think back to like you said, was it something that you heard in, in your in your home? Was it something that your your parents were saying? Mm-hmm. Was it something that your mom was saying to yourself to herself? Was it something that your dad was saying to your mom? Right. Was it something that you saw, you know, in elementary school, junior high, high school? You know, what were the pressures and where did it come from to look right. a certain way? Because that's where this stuff originates. Right. It's not because you are bad and there's something wrong with you. It's because because you have been literally told from a very young age that this is the way it's supposed right. to be. Right. And it's not a blame game. It's no. not like, 
Well, that's you know, what they knew. Yeah. Well, exactly. And so that's their wiring. You know, hearing your mom say, oh, God, I look fat in these jeans. When we're five, we absorb that. Well, we want to be just like mommy. So we w- we're going to be, you know, we're going to have the same issues, you yes. know. And so it's not about blaming your mom that, oh, she shouldn't have said that because she didn't know any better, exactly. you know. And, you know, it's like in the words of Maya Angelou, when you know better, you do better. So now, you know, so don't yeah. do it. Exactly. <laughs> just that easy. It's just Enough. that easy. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I know I know this is such a challenging topic. I don't know why we went, you know, all in on weight, but I guess it's apparently it's the that's like one. a top one. It is really the, number, the one. number one. I would say it's the number one. I don't know a single woman who has not been concerned about hated her body at some mm-hmm. point in her life. So it's really even just an overall body issue. Mm-hmm. You're too short. You're too tall. You have your hips are too big. Your hips aren't mm-hmm. big enough. Your boobs are too big. Your boobs aren't big enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you have s- small shoulders. You know, you don't have a butt. You have too much butt. I mean, it, truly. Yeah. Well, just like that um, video that um, Be a Lady, they said. Oh, I just posted. Yeah. I don't think I posted it on the Wild Wisdom Facebook page, so I will post yeah. it on there. But it's called Be a Lady, they said. You can go out and Google it because it just came out in the last couple of weeks. And literally, it's going... Man, oh, I wish I would have had it. It's going through all of the things oh, that we say to ourselves. It's it's yeah. literally this conversation. Yeah. And so, again, it's called Be a Lady, they said. And it's the woman that was from Sex in the City. I don't know her. Do you know what her name is? The redheaded lady. I don't know. I didn't. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I can see her face, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know too. what her name is. Anyway, go and Google it and listen to it. It's just a couple of minutes long. It's it's not. It's but not it's impactful. Long. It's powerful. Oh my gosh! And it's gut wrenching. It is because it's. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. And that just feeds yeah. the fury of the way we talk about ourselves. It does. It absolutely does. And it actually, like, if you, yeah, it's the norm. Like, if you don't think bad about yourself, then people think you're crazy or weird. Or like, yes. So you have to, to fit in, Yes, you Thank have you. to think bad about yourself. Yes, exactly. And so then we go into the whole um, conversation of fitting in versus belonging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because there are two different things. And Brene Brown talks about this a lot. And I like her designation. Fitting in means you're conforming. Right. Belonging means you can be yourself. Right. So we are always trying to fit in, um, which means that we have to conform to the ideal of that group in mm-hmm. order to be accepted by that group. And if we want to just belong first to ourselves and then to a group, we have, you know, we're going to be ourselves and right. that might be a lonely road. Right. Because you're going to be yourself instead of trying to conform. Right. It just, it's in regards to what you just said and what we were just talking about. I think of like when I was younger, like trying to fit in literally my body could not fit in gap pants. Like they were made for women with no derriere, you know? Yeah. And so like I tried to conform, I tried to Mm -hmm. fit in and there was no possible way. So I never felt like I belonged because if I was able to fit in the butt of a gap pant, then the waist would have been like yeah five inches too too big big. yeah so but so it's it's an analogy emotionally and physically it's like I was trying so hard to fit in and never being myself never appreciating who I was and thank god for j-lo because then you know having (laughs) back was a good thing yeah exactly so but it is it's about being able to fit in Mm -hmm. in many aspects of the word yes absolutely yeah and belonging and like and knowing the difference yeah that's because there is a difference yeah I mean again fitting in is conforming belonging is being yourself at all costs right and I know how challenging that can be because it can be scary to think of not you know having a community right because you're going to be yourself 
Well, and you feel like a loner and and people are like, oh, well, I must be the only one that really feels this bad about myself. Everybody else looks like they have it together. You know, like let us tell you. (laughs) No, not the case. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like a epidemic pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's like we all live in this lonely hell of, you know, beating ourselves up, but pretending like everything is okay. There's that's dis-ease in the body like that's going to create cancer and autoimmune disorders because you're not being authentic and your genuine awesome self yes and if you think about it even like with autoimmune especially because it's kind of considered your body attacking itself Mm -hmm. if you are saying words that constantly attack yourself exactly what do you think is going to be going on in the body that's Ooh, what's going to be happening. We should look that up on that book. Okay. You want to? Or yeah, you want I'll me look to? it up if you want to keep talking. Um, what am I looking up? Auto, oh, I'll do Autoimmune. It. Autoimmune. Autoimmune. But yeah, it, it is a matter of like talking. Um, I don't know if they have an autoimmune in they that book. Not. I know. We'll, we'll take a look. But, but it is true. Like, I mean, if you think about how things like on a Chinese medical perspective, we talk about things on a mind, body, spirit. So, you know, if... If people are, I mean, the amount of autoimmune diseases in this day and age, it's in the thousands. I mean, there's so many that people don't even know what to label it anymore. Exactly. And people feel crazy. They mm-hmm. don't feel heard. It's funny. Oh, I just thought about that. They don't feel heard. They feel crazy. And yet inside, that's exactly how they're feeling. Like yes. but that, that started the whole, am yeah. I, I'm not saying that right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like they're in this hell of feeling crazy and off because they Mm -hmm. don't fit in or they're talking bad about themselves which creates this autoimmune disease which then you go to the doctor and they validate that you're crazy because they can't find anything so you spend 10 years getting lab work done getting x-rays getting this getting that and then being told just go on Wellbutrin because you're nuts Yeah, exactly. And that's why most of the time when women go in with all of these symptoms that aren't making any sense, they're given an antidepressant. Yeah. Because they're being told that they're just, they're just depressed or they have anxiety or they're crazy. And it's like, no, there's something deeper going on. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like 70 or 80% of autoimmune conditions are diagnosed conditions are women. Oh yeah. It's a very, very high percentage. And I absolutely think that part of it is contributed to by the way, the way that we talk to ourselves because mm-hmm. we I are agree. so negative to ourselves. And again, going back to that video, like it's, it's jarring. It is. Because it's so true. And it's, int- as we were saying, as I was saying that, I was remembering, um, I was talking to my friend Carrie about it. She lives in Switzerland and, and I was wondering, I was like, I wonder what, you know, like what men's opinion of this would be. So she actually messaged a couple of her male friends, sent him the video and asked for their feedback on it. Mm. So I'm going to tell you what a couple yes, of them Yes, please do. Said. So this one, um, it speaks to bigger question of individuals, um, you know, creating clones, which I was like, yeah. Um, I speak truth to my nieces constantly about being themselves and all their beauty and to be true to themselves at all times. It's insightful, but we need to v- develop individuals again. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, that's part of it. Again, we're trying to fit in. Right. Um, this one, wow, it's very powerful. I love it. I think it reflects exactly what I see my female friends and family members go go through. I think every bit of that is true, and it's the pressure society puts on everyone to conform. Pressure that men put on women, but also the pressure women put on each other, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yes. You know the old thing that women don't dress up for men, they dress up for each other. He's mm-hmm. like, is that even true? And it kind of is. Oh, it is. <laughs> it Absolutely. Is. He's like, also the media, big fashion brands, cosmetics, etc., need women to feel miserable about themselves so they can keep buying cures. Wow, this was insightful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the women I admire and respect the most are the ones who find the strength to be themselves even with all the BS put on them. 
that was an insightful one. That is. There's another one. He's like, I like it. It's powerful. It makes me think we should do the same thing for men. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's just some of the feedback, you know, from from men. I think there was one other one. Oh, yeah, there was one other one. He's like, dang. He's like, that kind of makes me sad for y'all because it's true. You know, I'm like, yeah, it, it was kind of eye-opening for him. Like, oh, my gosh, that's you guys really do think that way and talk Mm -hmm. you know that way and yeah we really do it's it's like you said the funny thing is too they never like just in regards to makeup like we feel like we have to have our makeup done Mm -hmm. and like they literally don't notice the difference no like you know (laughs) unless you go from like looking normal to like looking like rupaul obviously glammed up yeah then there's gonna be but really like most men will tell you that they don't they really don't even notice notice that you have mascara on or not they don't care (laughs) they don't care it's really us that mm -hmm. feel like we need to you know have that and don't get me wrong i love makeup oh no absolutely yeah it makes me feel good and yeah feel good and i I like the way that it enhances my beauty exactly Uh. (laughs) yes so so, you know, we, we yeah. love it. But again, the things that we say to ourselves are absolutely affecting us on a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level. Right. Well, and I, I did for the autoimmune in particular. I don't even know why we started talking, but the, it's very pertinent. Yeah. But there's this one book, um, The Healing Questions Guide, um, it, Relevant Questions to Ask the Mind to Activate Healing in the Body. It's an amazing book and I reference yes. it all the time. So for autoimmune disorders, there's a few questions here and I'm just going to mention a couple. Uh, what lingering sorrow, despair, or grief needs to be released from my body? Mm. What will it take to release it? That's one question uh, or one section. And then another one, what value is there in believing life has to be harder than it really is? It's so mm. true. Yeah. The struggle. We constantly mm-hmm. feel like we have to be struggling. And what am I feeling responsible for that's really not my responsibility? Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, so it, it's just, I mean, it really shows you that it's, it has nothing to do with uh, anything more than the emotions that we're bringing to the table. Exactly. So change your emotions and you'll have a spontaneous remission. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely can. You so, absolutely can. It's available. Oh, and then here's another one. What will it take for me to use more loving kindness in the dialogue with myself? That like That's wraps it, it all in <laughs> and my drop. <laughs> but I mean, truly, and it's I mean, very I think true. that's the one right there, right there. That's yeah. the one for y'all to focus on. So if you're, if you have autoimmune conditions specifically also, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you have going on, that's the question to start asking yourself, Yeah, you know, as far as your healing goes, because it's more, yes, we want to do look at the diet. Yes. We want to look at stress. Yes. We want to look at sleep. We want to look at all those things because they are going to support the healing process. But this emotional part is big. Huge. It's a huge piece of the puzzle. And again, our conversation today for me and for you, I think as well is a big reason why autoimmune is so Mm -hmm. massive. Yeah. Because we're a constant war with ourselves, Mm -hmm. constantly telling ourselves how this we are and Mm -hmm. how not this we are all Mm -hmm. the time. It's like a constant running dialogue. And when you have a constant running dialogue, it's going to filter into the rest of the body. It can't not. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, All I right. think that so was a great was <laughs> intro to yeah. what we're going to talk about yeah, next week. Yeah, that was week actually and... perfect. So we're going we're gonna to dive into a couple of these topics for next week um, and go a little bit deeper on this because it's just obviously, and especially with that video coming out, it's just, 
it's in the psyche right now. Mm-hmm. So some changes need to happen. And the only way that those changes happen is for us to make those changes ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. No yep. one can do this for us. We can't depend on the media to change what they're doing, for magazines to change what they're... No. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. So the only way we can drive change is to start that within ourselves. Right. So we're going to help you do that next week by diving into a couple more topics. Yep. Yeah. All right. Whew. Thanks, everyone. That was a good show. Go watch that video again. It's set, it's called Be a Lady, They Said. Just Google it. You will find it. Watch it. And we would love to know your thoughts on it. So head on over to the Wild Wisdom Facebook page and let us know what you think. I'm going to post the video on there mm-hmm. later today. Um, and then we would love to know your thoughts and how it made you feel. Awesome. All right. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.